0: Welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Welcome back to the UMMC podcast. Again, today I'm joined by Christian Yu, our UMMC PhD student in microbiology. Thanks again for your time today, Christian. Today we are getting into one of the most applicable things to our Christian life, and that is our time with the Lord and the issue of our time with the Lord. We'll be skipping to Genesis 18, but before we get there, I want to paint a picture of the progression of God's revealing of himself to Abraham. In Acts 7, we see that when God first revealed himself to Abraham, he was the God of glory, the one that was so attractive and majestic. This one was the one that drew him out of the land of idolatry. In Genesis 14, God was revealed as a possessor of heaven and earth to Abraham the all-powerful, unlimited one, the one that delivered Abraham through a mighty battle. In Genesis 17, God reveals himself as El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God, the God that can supply all Abraham's need. So you can see that Abraham's experience of God was so rich and broad. He experienced God in so many different ways and in so many different situations. But I think Genesis 18 really takes the cake. In Genesis 18, God appeared to Abraham not as an almighty, powerful creator that is far off, but he appeared in the form of a man. How intimate and how sweet is this? And today, we want to see that we have the same opportunity to also know God in the exact same way. Before we get into Genesis 18, anything you want to add, Christian?
1: I think Abraham's relationship with God, you've mentioned, it's not just a creator and his creation anymore. I don't know if you guys touched on what Jehovah means. Jehovah means I am. He is whatever we need. I am whatever you need. That kind of an intimate relationship with man. And I think, you know, even in the Old Testament with Abraham, we're starting to see this kind of a proper relationship between man and God. Uh, We've talked before about God wanting this dependent relationship with a man. Abraham having this close, dependent relationship on God. And that's something that we can enter into today. Practicing to talk to the Lord, not in a superstitious or perhaps religious way, but learning to talk to the Lord, opening to Him.
0: Wow, Christian, that is a great point. It's so amazing to see Abraham's progression in his fellowship with God. This reminds me of James 2.23, where it says that Abraham was a friend of God. This is so much more personal than just a God and his creation. And this is the same for us today. We can have this same closeness to God. However, I also want to point this out as we get into today's reading, that this relationship isn't just for Abraham's sake. It isn't just so that Abraham can feel safe, that he can feel cared for, that he can be blessed, but rather this closeness allowed God to open up his heart to someone, which I think is really marvelous. I hope to see this point too as we get into Genesis 18. You're on a roll, Christian. Why don't you open it up for us?
1: Genesis 18:22. And the men turned from there and went towards Sodom while abraham remained standing before jehovah what happened before this was jehovah and two other men two angels appeared to abraham and they had a nice meal and conversation together and actually jehovah here revealed to abraham that his wife was going to have a son and that's that's kind of it right that's already a big deal that the lord would appear to abraham and reveal oh you're going to have a son Even though you're 100 years old and your wife's 90 years old, that's like a big deal. But actually, there was something even more on the Lord's heart that he wanted to reveal to Abraham. After Abraham remained with Jehovah, they kind of had this little conversation a little more. And the Lord first kind of throws out, hey, isn't the situation in Sodom and Gomorrah like really bad right now? And then Abraham kind of catches on. He's like... Uh Uh-oh, Lot's in Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Lord starts talking about destroying Sodom and Gomorrah. And then Abraham's like, what if there's 50 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah? Then he's like, he goes down 40, 30. What if there's 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah? Would you not destroy? And this conversation after Abraham remained with Jehovah met God's need, actually, because he needed Lot. Lot was necessary to bring about Jesus. So for that to happen, Lot had to be saved. Here, God kind of subtly was able to take care of that need because Abraham remained with Jehovah.
0: Wow, Christian, time out. I have to chew on that for a second. I think there are two awesome points that you brought up that can be seen in this chapter. The first being, God wanted to open his heart up to someone. Like you said, Ruth, an ancestor of Jesus, was actually from the line of Lot. She was a Moabite. If Lot was destroyed, that could jeopardize everything. So God was looking for someone to intercede for Lot, to pray on behalf of Lot. And while God and Abraham were having this conversation, and neither of them mentioned Lot by name, both of them knew what each other was talking about. And I think, again, that points to the closeness of their relationship. The second point and the main point of today's podcast is God wouldn't have been able to open his heart if Abraham didn't remain standing before the Lord. And I feel that this point is so crucial. So many times when I spend my morning time with God, I'm so focused on what's going on with me and I'm so rushed that I don't ever give God any time to open his heart to me. I almost treat God like a worker at a restaurant. Like, hey God, how are you? I like to pray for my family and my kids and my work and my patients and the church. Thanks, have a nice day. And then I'm off. But in Genesis eighteen twenty two, like you read, it said, Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Abraham might have been done spending time with God, but God wasn't done spending time with Abraham. And because Abraham was sensitive enough to catch that, God was able to open his heart up toward Abraham. What an example for our time with God.
1: I think practically from looking at Abraham's life, some points for us is making ourselves available for God to appear to us. Today we're just we're so busy that we just don't make any time for God anymore. I mean I, I'm I'm guilty of it. And we you know, if we if we've had some real seeing from of the Lord and has some genuine experiences that have drawn that he's drawn us to 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 follow after him. We have to kind of maintain that on our side, right? Making ourselves available to meet with the Lord, getting to the word to meet a real person, to talk to talk to the Lord. And that will be what draws us to continue to pursue.
0: Christian, that's such a wonderful word. When I read these verses, it reminds me of 2 Corinthians 3, 15, and 16. It says, But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But whenever someone turns their heart to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Sometimes my morning time is so rushed and distracted that I don't seem to get anything from the Bible. It's like a veil is covering the scriptures to me. But when my heart turns to the Lord, when I look at Jesus, when I linger with God and wait on Him, then the veil is taken away. Now the Lord can speak to me in the Word. He can put someone on my heart that He wants me to pray for. My prayers are not just for me, for my benefit, but now I'm praying for what God has revealed to me. And not only that, it says in verse 18 that as we turn our heart to God and behold Him, We are being transformed into the same image. And I like this word, transform. It's not something outward, like putting on makeup to change our appearance. But it's something inward. Something almost metabolic. Now, I'm not talking about becoming some angelic being or growing wings or something superstitious. What I'm talking about is now, God has a chance to express himself through you. Now, when people see you, they see the Jesus in you. When you care for someone, it's God caring for that someone through you. And this isn't something supernatural, but it's something very normal. In fact, I would say according to the word, this is experience of a normal Christian.
1: Right, so transformation, it's, it's not like you're saying we're becoming some weird <laughs> angelic being perhaps. We're just becoming proper human beings that are expressing God in a divinely human way. And that was mentioned back in Genesis, right? Genesis one twenty six. God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let him have dominion. So that's what we were made for. We were made to express God. Uh, I wanted to touch on turning our heart to the Lord in 2 Corinthians 3. How, how do we turn our heart to the Lord? You know, one practical way to turn our heart to the Lord is just to simply say, Lord Jesus, I love you. It might feel weird, might not feel genuine coming out at first, but really that's one way we can turn our heart to the Lord. Otherwise, you know, when we come to the Lord in the word, really it's, it's, like, a, it's like a cold surface. It's like uh, nothing, nothing, (laughs) nothing really works. There's no feeling there, but we, we have the ability, right? We are in control of turning. We can turn our heart to the Lord. And it also helps to be around other people who have their heart turned toward the Lord. (laughs) If we can't get there by ourselves, we just got to get ourselves around those who have their hearts toward the Lord. And that will warm us up.
0: Christian, I like how you made it so practical. It is so awesome to see that Abraham's experience are really a picture of our experience with God. Abraham spent a lot of time with God and went through many highs and lows with God. Each experience got deeper and more personal until Abraham literally became God's friend. They could fellowship together like two friends, and this allowed God to open his heart to Abraham. I love how this can be our experience too. God wants to reveal himself to us, but many times our hearts are too cold toward God. Our time with him is rushed and impersonal. Our mouths honor him, but our hearts are far away from him. But I like what you said, Christian. When you tell the Lord that you love him, when you say, Jesus, I love you, our heart is warmed and it turns toward God. Now you can fellowship with him, not like a creature and a creator, Or even a small person with an almighty faraway God, but as a friend. You can open to Him and you can linger with Him. He can open His heart to you. Through this time together, through this time of beholding God, now you can express Him. Now, when I'm in clinic, I'm not just a physician trying to live a moral or even biblical life. But now I'm a physician that's actually expressing God's heart toward my patients. You're a student actually expressing God's heart toward your classmates. And again, this isn't some supernatural thing. This is a normal Christian experience. Thanks again, Christian, for your time. It's so wonderful to fellowship with you. And again, to our listeners, I hope you have a chance to practice it this week, to spend time with God, to linger, to tell Him that you love Him, to turn your heart to Him. And we'll see what He'll do in your life this week. I hope you have a great one and hope y'all tune in next week. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please like and follow our Facebook page at Christians at UMMC. This is where we'll be sharing new events such as Bible studies and get-togethers. As the pandemic is ending here, we would love to see you guys in person. And feel free to share what God has shown you this week. Again, we're praying for you guys. Have a wonderful, blessed week.